0: So we have quite a bit to build, but let's actually start out with the very basics of Ruby on Rails. So we're going to run uh, rails new, scheduled tweets, that's gonna be the name of our application, and run this command. What that will do is create a bunch of files inside a folder called scheduled tweets, and it's gonna create a readme, a rake file, Ruby version, config.ru, all kinds of things. And it'll also set up a Git repository for us to manage our code and our changes. And then once it's installed all of the dependencies using a tool called Bundler, we will be ready to go. So we're gonna wait for that to finish, and then I will walk you through some of the stuff that is in this new Rails application. So now that our application is finished being created, we can do a CD into that new folder called Scheduled Tweets, and we can open up VS Code with that folder so we can run that code dot and you'll see on the left side, all of the files for our brand new Rails app. Now there's a ton of stuff here. Don't worry, you don't have to understand all of them, but the main one I wanna point out here is the gem file. So when we ran gem install Rails, that installed the Rails library globally on our Ruby install. But when you have multiple applications like Rails apps, um, you're gonna be using different versions of Rails. So you might grab someone else's app and it's on Rails version 5.2, but Rails 6.1 is what you're, you want to use for new apps. So the gem file allows you to specify gems and their versions, and they will be used specifically for this app. So you can have seven versions of Rails installed, and you'll always use the correct version for each application because of your gem file. Now this gem file is run, or managed by a tool called Bundler, which I mentioned before. This will automatically get installed um, when you install Ruby these days. And you can run a command called bundle. It will look for the gem file, read through it, see all your versions, and install those versions um, for this application. So if we run bundle, that's going to go through and install all of the gems and their versions and tell you exactly which ones. So Rails already did that for us when we installed um, our brand new app. and we are good to go. So this runs very quickly because we already have everything we need. So now you can run Rails server or Rails S for short. That's what I usually use. And this will start up your Rails app. And you'll notice it says Rails uh, 6.1 application starting in development. Um, We have what's called environments. So we have our development, our test environment for running our tests and we have production. So when we run this on Heroku or on a real server on the internet, that is our production mode. So most of the time we're working in development, um, and that is what we'll want. So now you can see when it says listening on HTTP 127001 th- port 3000, this means we can open up that in our browser and we can access our Rails app. So if we paste that in, we'll be able to access our Rails app and see the default uh, homepage here, which is awesome. So this is great. We have a Rails application working. Now let's take a step back and talk about uh, HTTP requests in the next video.